Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey, what's up, people? It's V the Girl Economist coming to you live with our main guy over here, the one and only Dex, the algo capitalist. And we're bringing you the news, the views, and everything that's important to you. So check out Dex over at PulseScanTrading.com. PulseScanTrading.com. With that being said, Dex, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Good to be back. Good to be back. It's good for you to be back, my man. Yeah, man. You know, I miss you when I'm not on. It's all about rogue money. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. I uh, miss you too, brother, man. Where do you want to begin, man? Man, there's so much going on. I mean, I don't really think you could go wrong starting just about anywhere. We got uh, we got Russia in the news, you know, uh, you know Trump meeting with, with Putin. And yeah. now they're saying that, you know, Russia is has under, uh, trying to undermine our democracy, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> But here's the funny part, though. This is what they're not telling you. What they're not telling you is that the U.S. of A has been doing that for decades. Mm-hmm. Remember the um, the testimony of the uh, what did he call, what did he call himself the 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 terrorist capitalist whatever you know you know what I'm talking about the economic hitman. There you go. Economic. Oh yeah, 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 John Perkins. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, we yeah, know it's the kettle. You know, it, this this is the problem, man. The problem is, you know, you and I, we get it, right? Mm-hmm. When are we, as the American population, going to sit down and have an adult conversation about what's really been going on the last sixty years or so? I'm not even talking about a hundred years, but the last sixty years. When are we going to have a conversation about that? Let's. You know the, the 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 BS propaganda of like you know you know fighting for freedom and democracy and all the other nonsense that goes along with it, man. It's 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 remarkable. Yeah, I have to admit, what's going on and what's been going on, it's like people really don't understand. I think you know the news cycle; they don't understand that there are certain key words and things that they say. Now, here's how we know what's happening in the news without having an inside man, without reading some article somewhere, just by analyzing what you're seeing and hearing. Case in point, we know for, since uh, Trump got into office, um, there's the powers that be that have been complaining that he basically stole the election because he uh, was in cahoots uh, with some Russian hackers who basically fixed the election for him, right? Now, we know there is no truth to that whatsoever. However, as of yesterday, this is within the last 24 hours, they have now, quote-unquote, named two or more assailants that have been apprehended in this Russian probe, for interfering with U.S. elections, oh my God. so they found that they, they have. It took uh. them enough time to create a patsy and to 
you know, march them before the cameras and say, see, we told you so. And here, here's the people that we have. They're going to take the fall. And we just proved this to you. I believe that that was done in some kind of backroom meeting. They said, okay, this is what we need to do because we put this news out here. Now we have to make it go away. Only way to make it go away is if we apprehend, uh, you know, the quote unquote suspects. And that's what they've done. But let me tell you what has happened in doing so. And I don't think people are, are catching this. I think a lot of people are missing it. All right. So what are we really saying? Are we saying that the U.S. is so weak, so frail of a country, so archaic in its infrastructure and technology that foreign entities can easily commandeer an election? That they can fix our elections? If you take it to its logical conclusion, what else have they done or are they doing? So we're so weak that we can't even control our own elections. If that's what you're saying, that we have no business doing anything overseas, talking about we're bringing democracy to said countries and toppling dictators, we're the worst of the worst. So why are we over there doing, trying to fix other people? We want to set up their countries to be just as frail as ours. So let's get this straight. So you, we've gone from the most feared, the most powerful nation on the earth to the weakest nation on the earth. It's easy to attack us. You can fly planes into buildings and you can massacre tens of thousands of people at once. Uh, and that was done with people who have little to no air flight experience, okay? Oh, and they did it with box cutters. They weren't even armed with, with real weapons, all right? They did it with box cutters. So all it takes is a few planes and some box cutters, and you can topple uh, the global capitalistic uh, icon that is New York City. And then not only that, but you're saying that we have fallen into the weakest, from the best to the weakest, and that now you can hack our elections and you can make president whoever you wish? Really? Okay, so you're saying that not only does it stop there, but China has successfully stolen much of our technology? So you're saying they were able to hack and even plant operatives within our government, and they were able just to just get secrets given to them, stolen? So we're that weak now. We have no security. We have no, um, no, no, no firewall, no nothing. We're just, we're just bent over as a country. That's what you're telling me. You expect us to believe that. Well, that is exactly what they expect us to believe. So I think what the American people should be doing right now is ask themselves, how long are we going to continue to believe this nonsense that they're feeding us? What else have they been feeding us this nonsense? Well, they've been telling us that the economy is on fire and that we have the lowest unemployment rate ever. And everything is all systems go, right? That's what they're telling us. Well, I beg to differ. If you take a look at our financial markets, 
stock indexes have been going side sideways now for months. Nothing's really happening there. In addition to that, we see that the bond market has just fallen all apart. Yeah, you bounce from the technical lows, but you're still super low, which means yields have no place to go but up. And then we look at this whole earnings picture. Now, I think that a lot can be said for the retardation of the American mind. Yesterday, when Amazon Prime had its Prime Day, I bought I bought a product. By the way, on Prime Day, I couldn't help it, man. Sorry. Oh, hey, that's that's everybody. Dude, they had a, a a Super Nintendo Edition Nintendo 3DX XL. It's like 140 bucks, dude. You didn't think I was gonna snatch it, man? I snatched it. <laughs> of course, but but check it out though. Now you, me, everyone else is gonna go on there because that's what we. That's, that's how it is. Yeah, but it is. but you know, I'm a oh, I also member. snatched a PS4 Pro. I got I upgraded to the Pro. What 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 you what you pay for that? Uh three forty. Oh, good deal, man. Good yeah, deal. The one terabyte. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying, man. I, I got I got one of those. I got the uh, regular. And I got the God of War. Oh my God. Yeah, and I haven't stepped to that yet because I, oh, I, I dude, get, it. get it, get it, sick. Yeah, I know. I'm still I'm still playing NBA 2K11. Um, 2K11. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm. I'll explain all that later. But do you know that their website crashed yesterday? Yeah, there was some problems. I was trying to get some items, and they kept uh, going into like, "Oops, something happened." Oops, something happened on their own web page. Now, guess what? Though this is the weird part. Their stock soared when that news came out that the website was crashing. That's how ignorant people are. They equate it to, well, if the website is crashing, that means so many people are trying to get on there. Oh, that means our earnings are going through the roof. Not so fast. That does not mean that your earnings are going through the roof. See, what Amazon has done, which other companies, I'm sure, are going to soon follow suit. They have learned how to manipulate its shareholders. And they knew that all they had to do was touch the psyche of the shareholder by making it seem that they were getting so overwhelmed, their servers were so overwhelmed, so many people coming on, that it crashed the site. Do you know you can make you can crash a site very easily? You can fix it so that after a certain amount of people come on your site, it crashes. Amazon, arguably the largest company in, in, in world history. You're telling me they don't have enough server power to service all their customers? Is that what you want me to believe? Amazon? Amazon is the Google. I mean, the third of the internet is built on AWS, Amazon Web Services. A third of the internet, man. It's crazy. Exactly. You're going to tell me this company whose stock arguably is about is really valued at $2,000 can't handle the server activity. But Google handles billions of search inquiries per day. And you're saying Amazon can't. And their stock is closely valued at two grand per share. Get out of here. We know the truth. We know that that was fixed, that was manipulated, and the people fell for it. And they bid the stock up higher for no reason. No earnings 
There was no proof that earnings went through the roof. It just was the appearance of salesmanship. But as we know, every year that Amazon does this, they actually take a hit when they do it. They're not really making any money off of it. Really, what it's about is getting people to sign on to Prime. That's really what they want. And that's the truth. When you take a look at the paperwork, look at those K-10 filings, et cetera, et cetera, you'll see that that's exactly what it is. It's all PSYOP to get people to sign up to Prime. So there you have it, folks. You have smoke and you have mirrors and you have sizzle with no steak. The next thing we have to really talk about here, it's what's really going on with the so-called trade wars and these tariffs. I believe that there's more that meets the eye with these tariffs and this trade war than what they're talking about. And they don't want people to really know what's going on. I believe that there is a situation with the import-export that is about to come to pass. Do you remember some time ago you and I were talking about the bulk to dry index? Remember that? Yeah, that was like uh, almost two years ago, man. Yeah. Well, guess what? When you have these trade wars like this, you know what ends up happening? That bulk to dry index plummets. It's going to plummet because no goods and services are going to be getting moved around like they normally would have if these embargoes and trade wars were not in effect. Take a look at the commodity prices. They have just been getting punished these last couple of weeks because of these trade wars, just absolutely obliterated. Do you know the toll that it's going to take on our agricultural economy? Huge. Take a look at what's been happening with the oil prices. Crude oil was about to hit $75, $80 a barrel, easy. Now it's dropped back down into the 60s over this trade war. So it's going to affect the economies of scale in bigger ways than what people realize. So when goods and services stop moving around and there starts to be, uh, you know, our, our on-demand economy starts to dry up, you can, you can bet it's going to really be felt by everybody. So there's no there's no winners in these trade wars and these tariffs, and it's going to be lo- losses all the way around. And I do believe that as a result, the stock market is red alert signals going everywhere that it is in a position to topple if this goes on much further. So at some point, this is going to have to come to a head before uh, September. If it does not, we're going to start seeing the cracks in the dam, and it's going to be very difficult for them to plug them. So that's where we are right now. We're at a economic red alert as far as what is happening right now with these uh, trade wars and tariffs. It's not going to end good for anybody, unfortunately. In addition to that, they've been talking about infrastructure for a long time. and they want to talk about, you know, you know, we're going to fix the bridges and the roads and all these things. And I'm sorry to say not one brick has been laid yet. Nothing on the end of that promise is in effect yet. Even with the whole borders and building the wall, that's a joke too. 
because under the Obama administration, don't forget, under his watch, the troops were commanded to be removed from the borders. I will never forget that. They removed troops from the borders. And that was done so that all the refugees could flood into the country. They wanted them to be flooded into the country. And isn't it funny that they already had the FEMA camp style thing set up for them? And if you look at some of the footage that the news has been putting out there, you see these people in, in behind the fences and these cages in these Walmart empty type buildings and these empty Kmart and Toys R Us type buildings. All right. So that's what's been going on. These things were built ahead of time because they knew what they were starting to do. And that is the complete obliteration and takedown of American society, starting with its economy. I believe that is the dark secret that's going on. We're looking at a serious problem here. And I think we need to, as citizens, vote start voting people out of office. People always ask, what's the solution? That is the solution. That's, that's the only thing that the American people can do right now is to vote every incumbent out of office, every single last one of them. That's the only thing you can do to fight back. Because beyond that, it's, it's nothing that people can do. It's too late. Things have already escalated to a point of no return, unfortunately. And the last thing to go, is going to be this bond market. If the 105, the one, I'm sorry, the 145 level doesn't hold in the bond futures, and we crash back below that 142 mark, all bets are off. You're going to start seeing some weird stuff happening all, all over. And with the stock market, if they don't fix it by the end of September, then that's going to be good riddance with that as well. So we're going to see sort of not, not a stagflation, but sort of a, uh, a deflation effect taken uh, take into effect here. Another thing that should be noted, too, is like with the dollar index, the dollar index has pretty much been holding steady around this 95 handle. That is a real uh, show of strength with the U.S. dollar. Anything 95 and above is a very strong dollar policy. So all this talk of, you know, you know, we wanna we wanna you know compete with the import export, we want a weaker dollar, that's hogwash. If they wanted a weaker dollar, they would have kept it between 89 and 90. Instead, it's at 95 and on its way to a hundred. That's a strong dollar policy. That too is gonna have ripple effects throughout the economy as well with that strong dollar. So yeah, uh, help you if you're gonna be traveling abroad. A strong dollar could help you that way, but as far as goods and services go, uh-uh. You can see those ships stand right at sea. Nothing's going to be going to port like that. So another issue, too, that I've been noticing is that, um, oh, look, as we speak, Johnson & Johnson sales hurt by strong dollars. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Just as I'm talking about it here, it comes across the tape. Johnson Johnson saying that their, their profits have been hurt because of the strong dollar. Then I just finished saying that this strong, <laughs> this strong dollar is going to tear people up. 
There you go. Yeah. Company's yep. already coming out saying it. It just came across the tape. So there you have it, folks. It's that monetary hypoxia. Uh, I, I've been talking about it for quite a few years. You've been mentioning it as well. This thing's only going to go higher. That's why. It's why you know why is it that you and I get this, dude? Why is it that you and I sit there and laugh when everybody, when every other, every other Friday somebody comes out that the market's going to crash on Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know why they do that, dude. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what's up there. I, I've been seeing it. I've been. It's like more and more videos have been popping up with the cr- this crash, that, and crash. What that lady was talking about? Uh, March twenty fourth. It's all coming down. I don't know what they're talking about. And notice yep. how when the date yep. comes and goes, you don't apologize. People be following them. They love that salaciousness of it all, man. They love it. They think someone has some inside stuff, and they don't. And they don't understand what the real truth is anyway. The real truth is when something like that happens, the effect is so catastrophic, you don't even want to imagine it. That's why I don't think the people that are clamoring for that really know what they're talking about. You don't. You don't really want that. I'll be the first. I'm the I'm the first one to come on and tell you. I don't want to see America collapse. I don't want to see the dollar collapse. I don't want to see any of that stuff. All right. And based on my own research, I don't see any of that happening. What I see happening is I would like to call it the central bank collapse. What that means is the central bank starts to uh, enact their tactics that they use on third world countries and places like Argentina and Venezuela, when they come in and they cut them off, they cut off funding to make it seem like the economy has collapsed when in fact it hasn't. It's just the central banks basically freezing their accounts. And I think that that's what they will do here too, if they have to, uh, you know, to pass whatever police state things that they want to put up. So that's all it is. It's not a collapse in the true sense of the word, like, oops, uh, I, I spent more than what I made. No, it's not that kind of a solution. They're doing this on purpose. So that's what that's what it's about. Uh, someone just wrote in the in the chat. They said the border here in San Diego is currently under construction. Yeah, San Diego doesn't count though, because that's not what we're talking about. San Diego is a, is a military t- uh, city. You got more bases there than just about anywhere else. So that doesn't count. As far as we know, we don't know what that is that they're doing down there. I mean, Texas landowners have have received letters, I can confirm this, that uh, the construction is about to begin on the wall. Once the wall is up, then I'll change my my tune. But until then, I don't buy it. Well, there are parts of it going up in here and there, man. Eh. I mean, look at it this way, too. Even all right, let's say they let's say they do complete the task and it goes up. What difference is that going to make when you've already when the roaches have already flooded in? The roaches are in the kitchen. The time to close the windows and the doors would be when before the roaches got in the kitchen. So it's it's too late. All right, so you left food out. You, you left food on the floor, on the counter, in the sink, on the stove. You, you came back, turned the lights on. Roaches everywhere. And then you say, you know what? We gotta, we gotta pull, put up a wall now. We gotta pull up a door to keep the roaches out. It's too late. The roaches are already in. So I'm not comparing people to roaches. I'm just saying, 
for it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't put it putting putting up a wall now makes as much sense as putting up after roaches and rats are all up in your house. Oh my god, you're calling people roaches and rats. It's so racist. I know. See again, it shows the brain uh, mind meld that people are under when they think that that's the only thing they heard in the statement. In other words, it's a day late and a dollar short. It, it really is. They already let people in for the last eight years. People have been just pouring into the country. Eight years strong. Eight years nonstop. So you're a, you're a xenophobic, homophobic, transphobic, white supremacist, Dex. That's what you are. I know, right? It, it is what it is. I mean, I don't know what it's going to take for people to, to get these things, but it's like the government can do whatever they want. They can show anything they want on TV and people still won't believe it. The president can come out right now and do a, a, a broadcast and say, uh, by the way, we just we, we just had a bad meeting with, with all the state heads. Me and Putin didn't get along. So I decided to launch nukes at every country that's not the United States. So tomorrow morning when you wake up, we'll be the only country left. I just thought y'all would like to know that. Goodbye. Have a nice day. And you know what? People will take that and say, breaking news. Trump has had on a red suit instead of a blue suit. What do you say about this? Like they heard nothing that the man just said out of his mouth. So that's where we are now as a country. The people cannot process information anymore. They've been so lobotomized that they don't understand real news when it comes out. They look for the things that the person's not even saying. And it's just ridiculous. But that's where we are. We're in a ridiculous crossroads right now where nothing makes sense. You would think that with all the skies falling talk and war, war talk and all this, that gold and silver would be you know, at $10,000 an ounce right now, but it's not. Gold, as we speak, along with silver, is hitting new lows. Hitting new lows. But I know people are going to like to hear this. Bitcoin is rallying. It's up 715 now. There was someone on YouTube about a week or so ago that gave retracement projections. I forget who. Ah, That was Algo Capitalist. That was you. All right. So the market is doing what it's doing. But trust and believe once it gets up to the uh, long-term trend line resistance, it's going to be snapped again. Bitcoin is the new gold and silver. Every time it rallies, it's going to get crushed. So the next leg down after this retracement is over we should fall from around, I want to say, the rally should end around 10,000 something. Yeah. Once we get up there to about 10,000, that's when the, the bears are going to come in and crush it. And when it falls this time, it's going to fall below the all-time low. And we're going to get down to that 4,000 handle I was telling you about. Yep. Yeah. So um, someone said, are you talking... What are they? What are they saying in the chat room? <laughs> yeah, something about clones. I don't. I don't know anything about clones. Um, but another thing too is look at is the tech sector. They've been claiming the tech sector has been getting rocked and all this stuff. But guess what? The Nasdaq 100 right now just hit a new high. It won't stop. 
the train is not stopping, folks. So if you're talking about market crashing this and market crashing that, uh, I would like to. I want you to show it to me because the Nasdaq 100 just hit a new contract high, new all-time high, seven thousand four hundred and twenty-eight point seven five. There you go. That's where we're at. Nasdaq new high, and technically speaking, that's not going to be the new high. The way this current intraday price bar is setting up. I think the new high is going to stop somewhere around 75 and change. That's what we are right now. So, yeah, that's what we are, folks. And the Dow is trying to get its legs and rally a little bit, too. So it's trying to take out its prior highs as well. This is what we are, folks. I know. I told you it's not going to make sense. I told you that as the economy is collapsing around you, the stock market is going to keep going up. And I did say that my fear was that they would put the brakes on the precious metals, and that's what they've done. That's what they've done. And it's sad. But this is where it is. So what you're supposed to do is make as much money as you can while you can so that you can, you know, stack your gold and silver like you're supposed to. Uh, make sure you got, you know, canned foods and stuff like that and water. So if there is a supply disruption, that you'll be good to go. That's what you need to do. And yes, anyone can do it. I know what people are going to say. But what about those on a fixed budget? Even people on a fixed budget can still do it. You can still do it. It is not impossible. You just do what you can. You know, instead of buying one can of pork and beans, you buy two. One to eat and one to store away. That's just that simple. You just do what you can. That's all you can do. I'd rather do something than to do nothing. Because at least if you do something, you'll be more prepared than the person who is not doing anything at all. Um, so I just want to encourage people with that because people always say, what, what can we do? What's the solution? Well, the solution right now when the markets are rallying the way they are, buy something. All right? If you want to get involved, you've never been involved before, that's when you go to PulseWaveTrading.com so you can learn how to do this. Uh, it really doesn't matter what stock you buy right now. Um, you can buy you know, stock in the, in the tech sector. You can buy you know, the, the, the big 30 Dow stocks. It doesn't matter what you buy. Uh, would I buy Bitcoin right now? Uh, technically speaking, yeah, the system put out uh, trade recommendations to get along the Bitcoin on this um, on this current correction. Um, so if you're in the uh, in the spot crypto world, then you can use that and you can you can get along the crypto that way. Those of you that have been trying to watch the futures, just understand that. They built this futures contract kind of flicked it. It's not like the other futures contracts where you can go in and you can, you know, trade it the way you trade it. No, they put rules and stipulations on it. Unfortunately, you can't use a protective stop. There's no stop orders allowed. That's right. You can not buy on a stop or sell on a stop. You have to use limit orders only. 
which means you have no choice but to sit there and monitor the screen. They actually designed this so that you can you have to day trade it basically, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Um, someone said, "Do you think the ETF gonna cause to crash or go higher?" Well, here's the thing. I think that the um, once the Bitcoin, you know, puts in a nice true bottom, I think it's gonna be off to the races. And you guys need to hear this. All right. You heard me say that I think it's going to hit 4,000. I still believe that. But afterwards, I believe it's going to take out the high, which is 20,000. I think Bitcoin is going to take out the $20,000 high after it puts in that support low. That's what I believe. And the reason for it is because they're in talks right now to put out more Bitcoin ETFs and blockchain ETFs. And they're also going to be introducing more futures contracts on um, the crypto space. You only do that when you plan for the market to head higher, much higher. Just keep in mind, too, with futures contracts, folks, the way they designed this one, if they do the other ones like that, you won't have a choice but to set by the screen and day trade it. And you have to use limit orders. So it kind of sucks. But um you, if you're going to trade it, you have to sit there and day trade it, be in, be out, whatever. You can't step away. You got to watch the market. On the ETFs, you don't. You just buy those. So when those come out, just look for buying opportunities and get long. Like today on the GBTC ticker, uh, this was a good day uh, to get the long. The GBTC ticker? <laughs> now, this is the GBTC, the, uh, the only current Bitcoin ETF type um stock that you can buy right now um there are other ones in the space in the whole blockchain space that you can get along i've talked about those before like btcs and btsc which i hate and um there's a few others out there um i just right now it's eluding me the ticker symbols um but anyway you can get along those and the one that's the most volatile is the GBTC because it tries to track with the um, with the whole crypto space the best. Um, let's see. Oh, everyone keeps asking me, too, about the whole cannabis industry thing. You know, they've been putting out news about those forever. And my thing is, you know, most of those shares are still sub-penny shares. So if you believe in a particular company, you read the prospectus, you believe in it, just buy some and keep it in your back pocket and forget about it. You know, that's the only thing I can recommend on that because there are sub-penny stocks. You know, it's not like, you know, you're going to lose your shirt on it or anything. You're only going to put in a couple of hundred bucks, whatever you can afford, and just forget about it. You got to buy and hold it. It's a sub-penny stock. You can't really trade it. Meaning that to me, the word trade means go both long and short. Only an idiot would short a penny stock. All right. You don't short penny stocks unless you want to go into bankruptcy. You just don't do it because out of any moment, a penny stock can open up the next day at 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 dollars. Then what do you do? You feel me? So I'd rather be long in that thing than to try to um, short those things. So I'll buy them. Um, I don't currently own any um, marijuana shares right now. I don't own any cannabis shares. 
Uh, I do have long positions in the Bitcoin blockchain space. I do have those, but I don't have anything in um, in the um, cannabis. I do have one small position in the lithium space, which I've been taking a bath on because that whole lithium space is just bugging. But like I said, you know, when you're dealing with subpenny stocks, you, you buy some and you just walk away. You know, it's already at zero, so it's not like you can lose any more, <laughs> any more than what you put in it. But, you know, once things get going, those shares, man, they can go bananas. I believe one day the cannabis uh, space will go bananas to the upside. I, re- I truly believe that. And I believe that a lot of the blockchain stocks are going to follow suit. And eventually, gold and silver would do something once we get a real story in there. Um, now I do have, I do have a few cryptos, but that's about it. I'm not active in the um, in that whole, you know, Bitcoin alternative coin space. So that's that's all I can tell you on that. But I do cover that in the daily pulse wave price triggers. I cover over 30 cryptos. Uh, I cover all the, you know, every ETF you can think of on all the exchanges, all the stocks, all the um, all the futures contracts, Forex, you name it. Anything that you don't see on the report that you want to see on the report, I can easily add to it. And that's just what we do, man. That's how we roll out. What we do is we we get the report. We look. The first thing we look at is the rally and crash alerts. And then we look at where the price triggers are or the intraday price inflection points. And then we position ourselves and wait for the market to come to us. If the market doesn't come to me today, then I'll wait for the update report, see if the entry price for the price inflection point has changed. If it has, I'll cancel, replace my tickets. And just like I say, you're, you're, just, you're just hunting. You're waiting for the market to come to you. Sometimes you have to wait for the market to fall. Sometimes you have to make, wait for the market to rise. But that's what you're doing. Like today, um, I'm along this little uh, stock index rally. You know, we'll see how how high it goes, and then I'll get the heck out of the market by the close today, and then reposition myself for the next day. That's what we do. I like to take profit on my stuff pretty much every day if I can, and then reposition. I just like to go home with money in my pocket, and I never hold positions over the weekend. Investments I'll hold over the weekend, but not trades. Anything I'm trading in and out of, long and short, I do not hold positions over the weekend because we live in perilous times and any and everything can happen. Seems like things like to always happen on Sundays. Just happens. It just happens like that. Then when the markets reopen Sunday night, that's when you see either a bloodbath or some type of, you know, euphoria rally. And if you went home on Friday, and you're on the opposite side of that position, there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. So that's why you don't do that. Yep. So that's what I do. And there's another reason I don't hold over the weekend. Because when the futures markets open at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday night, I get to see what's happening and what's moving, what's shaking. And I can position myself Sunday night easily. But I can't do that Dex, you there? Dex, you there? Interesting. 
let's see if we can get them, folks. Try calling them. I think they cut his mic. All right, here we are. We're going to be call calling Dex now. This phone's ringing. That's why we do it live, folks. Anything could happen. Hello. Hey, man. Uh, what happened, bro? Better not see. I think you might be back. Can you hear me now? I I, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Well, I can hear you on the phone, but not on the uh, uh on on the Hangouts. Very strange. Let me check the uh do you folks in the room here decks? Hold on man. Let me let me check the room. Let me see if people in the room could uh could hear you or not. Okay. Hold on. No, no nobody hears you, bro. Only on only on the phone. Uh, try logging out and come back in, Dex. Try logging out and come back in. Yeah. All right. Let's see if he comes back, folks. Okay, Dex, you there? Yeah, I hear you now. What happened? I don't know, man. You just cut out. Your order just cut out. Now, there's two of you on the screen right now. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, is that weird? What in the world? Yeah, I saw it was weird. I saw an error thing on the screen. There you go. And okay. on the chat, and I tried to put a chat in. No one can hear me. Yeah, strange. Now you're good to go, man. Go ahead. If, uh, if, oh, you're, you're saying. Go ahead. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. You cut out. What was the last thing I said? You're talking about um um the the weekend sell-offs. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um okay so. What has been happening is like big gaps have been happening across the future space. So what I try to do is I like to go home flat on Friday by the close, just in case there are some uh, huge, you know, uh, gaps come Sunday night and then you're just exposed. So it's just better that way. But the futures do open at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday nights, so you can easily get in the market. And if you happen to have some long equity positions, come Sunday night, you can easily get in and you can short futures to offset those long equity positions if you have to. So I just wanted to put that out there for people. I like to give, I like to drop nuggets when I can. Um, as far as um, the crypto space too. I was something else I wanted to say on that. Now I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh yeah, there, I've been seeing news on this. You guys can tell me what your experience has been, but it does appear that a lot of coins went to zero. Does anybody know what's up with that? Was that um, you know, fake coins or something or what? What coins? It seems like a lot of coins have gone to hit that zero space. At uh, one point, it wasn't like 2,000 coins? No. I have hmm. no idea what you're talking about. 
Yeah, I saw I saw um, I saw a news article. They were talking about it in the news a few days ago. They were saying that a lot of the cryptos went to zero. So I don't nope, know. Didn't hear anything about it, man. So whatever you have has not gone to zero. That's good. No, not at all. That's good to know. All right. Well, yeah, that's yeah I mean, they were pumping it. I've seen it on MSNBC. I've seen it on Bloomberg. I've seen it on CNBC. Oh, that's MSLSD, man. You know, And they were just talking about it. They kept talking about it for a long time. They were bringing all that's these so so-called money. people on and saying, well, you know, that's because it's a Ponzi scheme and, you know, it's not real money. Yeah, blah, but blah, meanwhile, blah. what they pump is real money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fiat's real money. There, yeah, there real you go. Money. Mm-hmm. Fiat never goes to zero, right? Right. Exactly. Uh, never. Never in history. It, it never goes. It just hyperinflates to oblivion. Pretty much. Now, oblivion. here's another thing, too. Back to those sanctions. Now, they're talking about Russia sanctions and that and keeping those in place. It seems like neither party knows what they're doing. Why do you need to put sanctions on anything? It's like it's being used as a tool to just stir up the hornet's nest. There's no reason yeah. for it. No, no, it's, it's next to useless when it comes to Russia. It has no effect on them whatsoever. It, it, it's really ridiculous. I mean, think about it. Okay, so I'm upset with you, V. I'm mad at you. So now I'm going to slap you with a tariff. Oh, man. Okay? This tariff means that instead of you paying me to do an hour show, you still got to pay me the same price, but I'm only going to speak for five minutes now. That's my. I hit you with a 55-minute tariff. All right? <laughs> now, is that... What's the, what's the, what is the point? No one seems to be able to truly explain what the purpose is on these tariffs. Everybody's it has, no, it has no effect whatsoever, man. It's it, it it's it's just political grandstanding. That's all it is at the end of the day. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense though. It's it, it's I, I don't think that people know what they're doing. It's like any is everyone just out to lunch? Do we oh, have yeah. do we have the psychopaths running the insane asylum? Because that's oh, what yeah. that's what it will appear to me. And they're still pumping this, you know, this whole the Russians, the Russians hacked the election. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, I love what Putin said the other day. He said, "Yeah, four hundred million dollars came from a bunch of of Russians that we investigated and caught, and that four hundred million dollars went directly into the campaign coffers of Hillary Clinton. Maybe you ought to investigate that." That yeah, was but- that was a huge thing. But here's another thing too. This is the part. It's like the. It's like Americans have very short memories. Cool Under fish, Obama's watch, they changed the rules and the laws. They passed laws making it legal for foreign entities to invest money into American elections. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. Yeah. But they opened the door to all of this, and now they want to cry foul. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Yep, they want to cry foul because their because their war goddess didn't win. See, they wanted to see they tried to rig the elections for themselves, and then it backfires, and then the other person gets in office. But here's another part, though. This is the part where I don't even deal with it and talk about it that much because it's it's theater, but it's it's bad theater. There's no such thing as good and bad, as far as Republicans and Democrats. They're all the same. They want you to think that they're fighting at each other. There's infighting. There is no infighting. 
They are in it together at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what face you put on the presidency. They're the same. They're the same person. The Democrat is the same as the Republican. Look at all the so-called scandals that ever come out. And what do you have? You have Republicans guilty of the same things that Democrats are guilty of and vice versa. All right. There is no King David in office. Never has been, never will be. The only thing that we got close to it was a Kennedy and you see what they did to him. So it's not going to happen, folks. I don't think that so anything that you see here is going to have any good effect on you're us. You're so pessimistic, Dax. Yeah, I know. Plus, I'm you're a racist, realist. homophobic. I can't, I, I can't help it. You're, I can't. I can't help it. It's your racist. It's your racist ways. Well, because you're a white supremacist. That's why. I know. Oh, look. Now, look. After all this, now they want to come out. They talk about a leveraged gold ETF. So everyone's looking at some. They didn't say which one. They just said leveraged gold ETF trading its size and volume. That's all they're saying. They're not letting you know which one. They're just saying that basically some you know big entity is in there buying a lot on this leveraged gold ETF. So that should let you know everything you need to know right there, folks. Someone is placing a bet that something is about to happen in gold. Now, let me just say this, folks. If you never heard me say it before, I'm about to give you another nugget. Never base any kind of investment decisions or trading decisions on anything you see on MSNBC, Bloomberg, CNBC, whatever. Want to know why? Because it's fake. I guarantee you that someone that they know put in a big position in gold yep. and now they need the riffraff, the retail traders to buy into the news so that this person who took the big position can get rich. Because yep. if enough people come in and push the price up, then they can dump and get the heck out. Right. All right. Someone said, what about Kramer? All right. Here's the big truth on Kramer. At the end of the day, Kramer is about entertainment. He is extremely knowledgeable about the game. He has good fundamental information on, you know, stocks and things of that nature. But as a trader, he is not really a trader. Yes, he ran a mutual fund back in the day. Okay? That's yes, he understands man. the business and he understands the markets themselves. But he is really all about entertainment, but he does add value. Let me tell you where he adds value. He's very entertaining. I think he does good with uh, fundamental analysis. He's a very good fundamental analyst. He can tell you about Johnson Johnson's earnings and the products and the CEO and this and that, and it'd be all correct. But. I would not make any trade make recommendations based on what he says. I think he's entertaining. I watch Kramer. I don't watch it every day, but whenever I get a chance, I like to watch it because it's very entertaining. And I like to hear some of the fundamental stuff that he talks about with said um, stocks. And then what I do is I'll write a couple of the ones down he talks about, and then I'll follow it. 
and I'll run it through my system and see what the move, the price movement is in it after he talks about it to get an idea of what's really going on. So I, I watch it because I know what to listen for. The average person watching Kramer is being misled. I mean, that's, all, that's the only way I can tell you. You're being misled. Right. But for those that are in the business or in the know, like myself, it's entertaining. And sometimes he lets things slip out. But 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 he said his fundamental analysis is so good. He has such a fundamental. I mean, look at his fundamental analysis when it came to Bear Stearns. He was telling you to buy it on Wednesday. That wasn't fundamental analysis. (laughs) I know. That's that's what I'm saying. That the the uninitiated will see us. Oh, he said Bear Stearns is okay. No, it's a difference. He gave you his opinion based on an actual phone conversation he had with the CEO. He wasn't giving you fundamental analysis about their products. Fundamental analysis talks about is 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 another way of saying you're looking behind the technicals of a particular stock. So case in point, we'll use Bear Stearns since you brought that up. If on that day when he did the Bear Stearns thing, if he would have said, you know, Bear Stearns just released their, re- their report. Uh, they are selling more widgets this time today than they did last year. Uh, we see here there's a contract for XYZ company to purchase these widgets from them. Uh, they got a new thing here where they're selling some new securities and they're really taking off. Here's this and that. Then you know what? I would have said, whoa, that was dope. But that's not what he did. He just said, oh, there's this rumors. It's not real. I talked to the guy. Everything's okay. No, that's not good enough. That's not fundamental analysis. That's your conjecture. That is you saying that you talk to someone and you believe what they said. That's totally different. All right. Had he really told him something, that would have been insider trading and you can't do that. You can't do that in stocks. Even if if he did know something, he can't. By law, Kramer cannot talk to a CEO and then speak something on his show that is not public knowledge. That's called insider trading, and you go to prison for that. Does that make sense? So, you know, when people give you, you have to just be able to separate the meat from the bone, know what is real and what's and what's entertainment. When he when he told you that story of the Bear Stearns, that was entertainment. That was not fundamental news. Fundamental is fundamental about the technical aspects of a business, like earnings and things like that. You know what's going on in the company. You know mergers and acquisitions, research murders. and development. <laughs> you say murders and acquisitions. I know. I said mur- <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like what happens out there. You know. Oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying. So that's what that's about, you guys. Like I said, I want. I keep my Bloomberg turned on 24 seven. Because you like the entertainment. That's why. I like the entertainment, and I like a lot. I like the news that comes over the wire. Yeah. But see, when I say the news. I don't mean take what they just said that came over the wire and then run with it as facts. You oh. got to be able to read what are they saying and then what are they not saying and then look what's happening in the market that they're talking about. If you don't understand, then you're just going to be reading it and you think you're getting something. You're not getting anything. And like I said, out of all of the other business channels out there, yeah, I like Bloomberg the best only because back in 2008 when the financial crisis was happening they were the only ones that had their people on the trading floor at the new york stock exchange and she was walking around with her mic and talking to some of those um brokers on the floor and 
they went into commercial break. She came back and said she talked to some other ones that was not on camera. They wouldn't talk on camera, but they told her, and I quote, they had one had five million to to mm -hmm. uh, to settle on the clothes. Another one had fifty. There was, I mean, when you added up all the all the math, all the numbers she was putting you out there, she was letting you know that it was like a billion dollars of business that needed to be filled on the clothes. And at the time she was talking, it was five minutes into the closing bell. And the market, listen, the market had rallied up to that point. So when you hear that, and they're telling you they got a billion dollars worth of sale orders coming to the market at the close, you are a fool if you're holding a long position after listening to that. You're an idiot. So me being me, I said word. Thanks, I went in and I. That should make in, me feel good. I remember that, and I, I held a long position. Dude, I, I put in a sell <laughs> short ticket on that S and P five hundred. I'm here to tell you that thing dropped thirty points. The Dow uh, fell almost eight hundred points after the close. So by the time the Dow closed, it closed up because it rallied the day, and by and by the time they finished doing all the stuff on the close, it took an hour to settle the market. Boom, the Dow had dropped seven, eight hundred points. And it's it's hilarious. All right. Someone said, Hey Dex, I heard this guy saying they're going to put in a law that companies can't buy back their stock and no, that no, will make no. the market crash. That sounds like foolishness. That's um, never gonna happen. No. They're never gonna pass a law where the companies can't buy back their stock. That's ridiculous. You, you wanna you want you wanna take that and run with it, or you want me to handle it? No, you go with it. Okay. First of all, that's ridiculous. We'll close out from there. Okay. Yeah, you, you can't tell a company they can't buy back shares. That is, uh, that is, that's one of the lines of business that companies do. All right, so to tell them they can't do that, that that's ridiculous. And even if you, even if they did make a loss and they couldn't do that, they find a way around it and they would still do it. So no, that's ridiculous. And even if they didn't do that, that would not make a market crash, for the simple fact that um, mutual funds, especially. They have to have a certain amount of money invested in the market at all times, whether it's a bear market or a bull market. So they. Dex got cut off again. Dex, you there? Wow. Well, let me just uh, call him and let him know. Sit tight, folks. Calling him on the phone. This is a letter. Hey. Dex, you there? Yeah, I hear you, but you can't hear me. Yeah, you cut off for like 30 seconds, bro. But I don't know what's going on on your end. Anyway, dude, we're, uh, give out your closing comments, man, and uh, we'll wrap it up. Go for it. All right, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Uh, PulseWaveTrading.com. Right now, we got the uh, free study course. Uh, you also get, and that comes with your purchase of the price triggers. You also get live coaching with me and access to the 24-hour uh, live trading chat room and a bunch of other goodies at PulseWaveTrading.com. And with that being said, folks, we are over and out. Peace. Peace.